Welcome to Founder's Journey. I am your host, Josh Pickford, founder and CEO of Bear Metrics. Uh, I don't, I don't even remember how to do the intro to this thing. It's been so long. I think it's been nine months since the last episode. Far too long, uh, but I'm back, and uh, it's been, it's been quite um, a, I don't know what the word is, uh, crazy weird past nine months, and uh, and so today we're talking about that. What's what's been going on the past few months? Um, I'm actually, this is the first in a a three episode series on the past, really the past six months is uh, the bulk of it. Um, so let's jump in. So this first episode is about how I almost sold bare metrics for $5 million and, uh, and then turned down multiple other three to $5 million offers. So let's jump in. This will be fun. So in the past six years of Barometrics existence, uh, I've received dozens upon dozens of emails from folks uh, interested in acquiring the company. When when you're running a transparent company that's growing, it just sort of comes with the territory. Um, generally, these conversations quickly fizzle once they realize that I'm not even remotely interested in some like quick one-time revenue sale. Um, however, this past April, someone reached out that was capable and interested in spending more, so I started to explore that. Uh, you know, I began reaching out for input from friends, from investors, advisors, and, and then word got out that I had this offer on the table, um, which ultimately resulted in even more buyers reaching out. So by mid-May, uh, I had four different, um, they're called letters of intent, um, which are, you know, these documents that sort of say, hey, we're interested in, in buying the company. So I had four of these things in front of me with offers ranging from like three to $5 million. Now, mind you, Weeks prior to this, it wasn't even remotely on my mind to sell bare metrics. And now all of a sudden I'm being offered millions of dollars. So my, my brain was obviously spinning. Uh, I've, I've always sort of assumed that the sale of bare metrics would like one day mean that I make a decent chunk of money. But now it was like, hey, Josh, you could be a millionaire in a matter of weeks. Uh, I was still very torn on the idea. Bare, bare metrics uh, was and is still growing and the roadmap that we've got has some huge things coming, Um, but it almost felt like I was sort of selling the company short, you know, pun intended, um, by taking any of these offers. Now, most people will tell you, especially when things are going really well, that they're not interested in selling their company. But the thing is, there's always a price. Sure, the price may be some like obscenely huge multiple of revenue, but there's a price. And that price could fluctuate based on any number of factors. Now, for me, this came at a time where personally life was was pretty draining. Outside of work, I wasn't in a great place mentally. Uh, I was dealing with some family issues that were consuming every ounce of mental energy. I was depressed. I was anxious and the most stressed that I've ever been. And, and the prospect of being able to sell the company and give myself and my brain a break was really appealing. So I accepted the top offer. Now, the thing with with an LOI, a letter of intent, is that it isn't a purchase agreement. It's just a way for an interested buyer to formally say, hey, we're interested at X amount. And then after you accept the LOI, you begin to um, go through this sort of painfully tedious due diligence process. Now, in due diligence, you're essentially asked to pull together every single legal and financial document you or your team has ever interacted with over the existence of your business. So for even the most organized person, this is a completely overwhelming task and takes weeks, if not months, to properly do. So, um, I accepted this offer for actually it was 4.95 million, which at the time was 3.75 times our revenue. Uh, and it was off to the races on pulling together all of those due diligence documents. 
we'd planned on closing uh, in mid-August. So our attorneys got to work. I was having regular calls with our CPA and my financial advisor to, to figure out what all this meant for myself and our team. Uh, I was working on making sure everybody on our team would be taken care of and have jobs available to them as part of the transition. Um, and during this time, I was also having weekly calls with the buyer, checking in as, as they did their own research and theoretically had their lawyers looking over things while we did our uh, work with the diligence documents. Then things started to get a bit odd. Um, the buyer kept hesitating to give us intros to their legal counsel. They'd opted to let our counsel write the stock purchase agreement, which is very atypical because as them being the buyer, the purchaser, uh, typically they'd write the stock purchase agreement because they'd write it in their favor. If we do it, we're going to obviously write it in our favor. So that's odd. They missed their own deadlines that they set and then started accusing us uh, that we were holding up the process when they would you know, ask for a document and we'd get them the documents. So, uh, you know, the deeper we got into this, the worse I was sort of feeling about it. Um, then a matter of days before the planned closing date, they ghosted us completely as in stopped answering emails, stopped answering calls, just fell off the face of the earth. We'd spent nearly $20,000 on legal fees up to that point and months of time gathering all the docs for, for due diligence. And they just disappeared. It was crushing. And I, I was and I still am furious with them. They wasted an epic amount of our time uh, and money and then crawled into a hole when they realized they couldn't do the deal. You see, it turns out that they'd misrepresented their funding situation at the beginning. They claimed that they had the funds available when they made their offer. And that's key because I wasn't interested in doing a deal with somebody who had to go out and raise money to buy us. But that's exactly the situation we found ourselves in. As the deal progressed, we realized they actually didn't have the funding, but were working hard to get their investors on board. And we were so far in that it seemed, well, we, we might as well just see it through. But surprise, they couldn't do it. And so they bailed in the most cowardly way possible. After that, I went back to the drawing board and uh, tried to salvage all the work that we'd done with some other interested buyers. But at the end of the day, none of the other offers, which were anywhere from one to 4.5 million, uh, made economic, logistical, or cultural sense for us. So after six months of what was one of the greatest emotional roller coasters of my existence, uh, I didn't sell bare metrics. Um, in many ways, I feel like my job as a, a CEO and founder is to sort of absorb all of the insane parts of running a business so that my team can focus on building, learning, and enjoying their jobs. Uh, they didn't sign up to get on the roller coaster. I did. Uh, I, hate, I hated keeping all of this from the team, but in hindsight, I'm, I'm very glad they didn't get pulled into all of it, especially as things sort of started to fall apart. Um, so where does that leave us now? So I'm not one to drag things out. So once I know if a, a desired outcome is or isn't possible, uh, I make decisions and move on. So that's how I felt about this. Once I realized that we didn't have any offers that I was happy with, I pouted for a day and then immediately jumped back into running the company and planning out uh, our future. So if anything, I feel this immense sense of relief to have this season over with. And uh, I'm ex as excited as ever to be able to, to have my focus back on building Bearmetrics as, as both a product and a company. Well, we're hiring multiple new roles and we've got some great stuff coming. On top of that, I, I get to keep working with the amazing people on our team, which is a, a you know really probably the the real massive pro here is, is the people. Um, we just wrapped up our, our fifth company retreat um, month, I guess two months ago actually. Uh, and then 2020, at least financially, should be the biggest year for us yet. So um, overall, you know, like, like I said, that was a, a really difficult past sort of six months. That's what I've been up to <laughs> dealing with all that. Um, but 
the future looks great now. Um, like I mentioned, this is uh, the, the first in a three-part series. The next part on this, the next episode of this podcast, really, uh, are the five things that I learned of failing to sell the company. So check out that next episode and uh, check out Bear Metrics. And uh, I'd love your feedback on any of this. Shoot me an email, josh at bearmetrics.com. And uh, thanks for tuning in.